It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of blindandroidusers.com. Kick back, relax, and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 106 of the Blind Android Users podcast. This is celebrating our two-year anniversary. Back on December 18, 2020, we started the Blind Android Users Podcast, and today is our two-year anniversary. We are thankful to those of you that have joined us, and we want to reflect on those days since when we started this podcast. For today's podcast, though, we will be having the following items. We will have the announcements, then we'll have the Android segment where we talk about the things we like about Android and the things we do not care too much about Android. And then we'll talk about a poll that we'll be putting in all of our social groups and our email group. And next week, we'll come out with the result of that poll. And that poll has to do with which is your best OCR package. I'm Warren Carr, and I'm from the state of Washington. And next, John. Hello, I'm John Dyer. I'm from the state of Virginia. Austin. Hi, all. I'm Austin Pinto from India, from Mumbai, to be precise. Uh, the pretty one from London. Yeah, I'm Fee from London in the UK, where it's rather cold, but a bit warmer than it was when we had snow a few days ago. We have my buddy, Gary, uh, from LA. Gary? Hello, I'm here to mess up with the party <laughs> and do a lot of flashing. Thank you. <laughs> now, by the way, Gary is the Mongolian uh, assistant minister. Yeah. Both he and Austin are our Mongolian ministers. Correct. Next, from Pakistan, we got. Hi, everyone. My name is Talha Haider, and uh, it's my first time ever joining a Google Meet meeting, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. And from Poland, I have a great respect for Poland. After the World Cup that they were in, I am so, so excited about Poland. And we have my buddy there. Would you introduce yourself? Uh, hello, my name is Miłosz. I'm a potato to be precise and i live in poland but i like to say that i live in the potato kingdom because it fits me well thank you all right let's turn on to announcements uh, austin what you got in store my man so in store this is a very important day for us as Warren said we are just two subscribers away from hitting the 800 subscriber milestone on YouTube, which has happened less than a year ago. So we started the YouTube channel on 19 March and we have hit 800 subscribers already, almost there. Another announcement is we will be putting the poll on all our groups and the announcements will be of the results will be next week. And uh, this will be a best OCR award of 2022. Thank you. So in other words, 
we want to have the Blind Android Users Award of the Best OCR in the year 2022. And so that will be a poll that we would like you guys to participate in. We'll be creating that on Google Forms, and we'll post that link to our email group, our Telegram group, our Facebook group, and wherever else that we have our social media, especially also on uh, Twitter. That's what I meant to say. So look forward to that. And next week, hopefully, we will be announcing who the winner is. I think we'll open that poll up till Thursday. The uh, What date would Thursday be? Is that the 23rd? Yeah. 22nd. 22nd, yeah. So up to the 22nd, guys, or maybe let's say 23rd to give people more room. We'll open that till the 23rd, and then uh, we will announce the winner on Saturday, the 24th. Now let's turn on to our Android Basics segment, and today we're simply going to talk about what we like about Android and what we don't like. Austin, both you and Talha from Pakistan uh, is kind of laid there. How about we start with you guys? Austin, you want to start with some things you like about Android or some of the must-have or some of your best, uh, most favorite things that you like, like about that, Android? I like that Android is flexible. And if you don't like something about Android, you can flash a custom ROM, which is not for everyone, but if you want, you can do it. The only thing I don't like about Android is a bit of, it's not that good in security because we have to go inside and give the apps permissions and all those things. So that is a little bit disappointing. I hope Google improves on that. You want to explain that a little bit? What do you mean by it's not good in security? You have to go in to give permissions. Yeah, you have to go into settings and give each app the permission that you want, like location and all. So Google should have a permission manager or like apps. As you install them, apps should ask you for all the permissions and not one by one as you open features of the app. I see. But, you know, the other platform does that too. So it seems to be like an industry uh, standard. No, not necessarily. Um, It might just ask you to allow or deny something. You don't always have to go to the settings. But you don't always have to go to the settings in, in Android either, I don't think. I think in some apps it asks you to allow or deny things. Personally, I right would prefer having kind of a window where you have checkboxes and you allow or check on art or uncheck and click next. And that way you would give permissions at the first start of the app. Yeah, but we've been seeing that behavior, I think, ever since Android 11 or especially Android 12, that whenever you launch an app for the first time, it goes through the different permissions as to what you would like to allow it or not. And like I said, I see that even on iOS. Maybe they want categorization of the permissions. That's the only thing I can think of, like categorizing, like when you get like a bunch of apps installed, categorizing them 
based on microphone, camera, et cetera, et cetera. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, but we do have that also, you know, uh, as to what apps, you know, you tap no, on the microphone I mean is, in the what settings. I mean is, what, I'm, what I'm saying is doing it in one one shot instead of having to go through each app and setting the permissions. That's yeah, what like I, on Windows, he's for asking example. for. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that if you tap, you go to your settings and you tap on microphone, for example, you will see all the apps that have access to or apps that you've allowed to have access to and those that you haven't allowed. Deny access to the camera to all of the apps. On Windows, you have a switch in apps section in permissions, and that could be to be to you have a um, you can have a quick settings toggle for. Um, disabling the camera or the microphone in Android, and that'll disable it everywhere. Like literally everywhere. If you exactly. disable the microphone, you won't be able to make a phone call. You know? So how can I disable the camera? You you can add that um, tile to your quick settings. Add it to your quick settings, yeah. um, and you can just use that as a quick toggle, so you don't have to, uh, you know, go to disable it from wherever. It's right there at your fingertips. So if you go to that quick settings and you tap on edit and you scroll down, you're going to find that in there and you can add it to uh, the panel. Just remember, though, that if you do that, things like Envision won't work anymore unless you're reading documents with it that are already on your phone because obviously you need the camera. So just yeah, remember that because people sometimes forget you. and go, why is Anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it will warn you. It'll let you know that it doesn't have access, and you can go give it access. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, tell her from uh, Pakistan, my man. Let's talk about your likes and dislikes. <clears throat> okay, so I've been a loyal Android user for the past five years, um, um, and I must say, I really enjoy Android for the most part in terms of accessibility, in terms of security, in terms of software. Um, the, the best thing about Android, I guess, is its uh, openness. Um, you can literally, um, you know, if there are certain apps that aren't available to you because of certain restrictions, you can get them, you know, from different other places. But apart from that, um, I just like the overall experience Android it gives you, um, and I guess at the same time, something that works for me also goes against you because there's so much quantity and uh, it can be difficult in deciphering, you know, it's like quanti quantity or quality sometimes, and that can be a bit difficult to navigate. Um, but in terms of accessibility, I've noticed in them, especially in the recent years, particularly ever since Samsung and Google um, combine their uh, screen reading softwares, uh, aka TalkBack, that uh, there has been a decline. So hopefully in the next few months or next few weeks or whenever they decided to give the apps a future updates, we finally see some much needed improvements. But apart from that, um, yeah, I'm personally pretty happy where, where things are with Android and uh, I only see them only getting better from here on on. Perfect. And as we move across, we go to Poland because you're also a little bit getting late there. Maybe it's dinner time and uh, we want to get you guys in first. Uh, Potato Head Boy, how about you? Uh, I love Android. 
Because uh, every manufacturer makes different phone UI. It's not like uh, when you have had, for example, Windows Mobile or Symbian, where everything was almost the same. You have different system overlays and different features on on every device. And I like that fragmentation part that every manufacturer offers something different. For example, I love the LG UX and LG phones in general. And I really fell in love in their system UI. It's really awesome. And I will get LG Velvet as soon as I can. You know, there's something very interesting that you mentioned there, my man, that you and I are on the same page on, and that's the fragmentation. And as I have always argued, I say, and I will say again, that that fragmentation that people tend to talk about actually is the strength of Android. I really like that. And just as you've eloquently put it, though, it's the best thing about Android because, for example, you like what LG has and how it implements its UI and all of that. Now, someone may not like that. Well, then do not get LG, get something else. And frankly, I think that's the best thing about Android. And I am so glad that we're not having devices that are all feeling the same and smelling the same. That would be so boring. I would be so bored to death. But thank God we don't have that in Android. And so if you don't like uh, Samsung, well, you could use Sony, you could use Xiaomi, you could use that uh, Pixel phone, you could use uh, OnePlus. I mean, the list goes on and on. And frankly, there are hundreds, literally hundreds and hundreds of Android manufacturers, and everyone brings a little bit of their own touch to the platform. And I think that's a very good thing. And thank you for mentioning that. I thought I was the only one who's cuckoo for liking that fragmentation, but I think to me, it's the best feature of Android, the fragmented part. Fee girl, it's dinner time there at your time too, isn't it? Or almost? Well, it's about half five or something, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's not too bad. I've just uh, I've just had a Christmas pudding, so I'm I'm all right for a bit. Um, I like that you can get. I like lots of things, but the ones I can think of now, particularly that I like, uh, especially when comparing with um, the other main system that, that that's available on phones. I like that you can buy different voices if you want to. Um, so you're not just stuck with vocalizer. You can buy a cappella, um, or I'm sure there are other ones that I don't know about. Um, and Google have their own as well that you can use. And if if like I do, you have a Samsung, they've got their own voice as well. Um, Braille is uh, much better in Talkback 13, but it's still kind of on the way rather than you know it's still got some progress to to make um i also like that android phones can be 
treated as storage devices so you can just copy things from your computer really easily which you can't do at all on apple you can but not easily like you'd have to use itunes or dropbox them or something and it's just really annoying whereas on android you just plug your phone in with a cable and there you are you you, you can move stuff around and put some more music on your phone whatever um the fragmentation well I like that, for example, some phones will have memory cards. And if you're like me and you like that, that's great. A memory card with more capacity is a lot cheaper than buying a phone with more capacity can be. Something I really don't like is that when you connect a Braille display, um, you have to change input keyboard um, before you can write with Braille. And then change it back again if you're not using your Braille display and you want to use the Samsung or Google keyboard again. I really think that the phone ought to be intelligent enough to go, there's a Braille display connected, let's use that keyboard. Oh, now it's gone. Let's have the normal one. Um, Like it does with Bluetooth keyboards. It's there, you type on it. It's not there, your keyboard appears on the screen. So that's a real bugbear for me. And I've been playing with Braille this week because on Thursday I got a new Braille display, the Very Ultra 40. And I like that I can now read and write in UEB Braille, but there's still a bit of a way to go. Like I typed it's X apostrophe S, as any Braillists might know, and it wrote, x's not it's and so there are some things like that which need fixing but it's much better than it was but that's not a very high bar so it it needs to keep improving i think i also like one more thing in android and that is csr you can install csr if talkback doesn't work for you of course uh austin will always love csr even though he doesn't use the confused screen reader (laughs) no it's on my pixel 40. confused confused it is confused just as the screen reader is Uh, (laughs) no it's you gets confused warren (laughs) yeah how am i confused (laughs) if you had to use it you'd get confused I see. But Fee, there's something you mentioned, a couple of things that you mentioned that that I think are very important. And most especially, uh, I'm talking about Braille here. Yeah. Uh, it should behave like you've indicated, behave like, you know, hooking up a physical keyboard or connecting a Bluetooth keyboard. To yeah, where once, you've, just... once you've paired it, it should just, I mean, obviously you have to pair it the first time. Yeah. Fair enough. But once you've done that, come on. Come on, Google, you know. And, yeah, it should just automatically uh, do that. But right now it doesn't. And also, I think that... Thank you, Google, for taking away that annoying chime when you connect to Braille display. It doesn't do that anymore. I told you that thing was gone, but you didn't believe it. (laughs) No, I I had to experiment first, but I've experimented now. Now I... I, uh, wholeheartedly believe you and i celebrate with this lovely mug of mulled wine another thing that you mentioned was the sd card support although it seems like that thing is going the way of the dodo in so many phones but 
if you really want it, you could still find phones that support that. And kudos to uh, Sony uh, for keeping that thing even on their uh, flagship devices. And frankly, I mean, Sony was one of those that took the headphone jack away, but then they brought it back. So Sony, you guys need to just do better in making your phones available and uh, cut down on those prices a little bit so people could be buying your phones. They have excellent phones, but I think the price and things like that kind of have become a stumbling block for people getting Sony phones. Something I really like as well, um, and it was a big reason why I started again. I'd, I'd used Android phones in the past, but I started again with them ooh, in about 20, now was it 17 or 18? Anyway something like five or four years ago anyway um and i um i did it because i heard that you could record in stereo you could do audio recording in stereo but also video recording whereas on apple phones by default they only let you do video recording in stereo because they're annoying um and uh you can get some you a lot of phones, like, for example, the Samsung ones, you get an audio recording app, but it's a bit basic. But you can install other ones as well. My favorite one is a HiQ MP3 recorder, but there are other good ones as well. That's just the one I personally like. Um, and, like, my mum did a video for me recently of me singing, and it, the quality is just... Uh, uh, you know, sound quality and, and presumably the picture quality is, is very good because in the past, sometimes you can have lovely pictures from what people say. I, I wouldn't know. I can't see them, but awful sound. Um, and that's with some supposedly quite good cameras, you know. Um, so I do like that some of the phones, like the Google ones and the Samsung ones, they're the ones I know very well. I'd imagine the Sony ones probably as well, but I don't know. Um, you can get nice stereo mics on them, and that's a really lovely feature. And I, for me as a musician, it's very much appreciated because I don't want to always carry my stereo um, digital recorder everywhere. So having my phone in my pocket, um, I can just get the phone out and record some bit of choir music I need to memorise at home or something. It's brilliant. I love that. Great. Moving across those time zones, we move on to Virginia land. John? Hi. So, um, yeah, I guess the things I like most about Android don't have uh, too much to do with accessibility. Like you guys already mentioned, the fragmentation. I mean, people use it as a negative word, but, you know, I agree with you guys. It's I love having choice, and, I mean, you know, I'm always... <laughs> I'm always changing phones, so I, I can't ever decide what's better. I'm always, I like playing around with different to um, phones and stuff, so that's one of the things I like. Um, I also say, like, just the openness of the operating system, being able to, um, you know, sideload apps, uh, even install ROMs if you want to, um, just the level of control that um google lets you have with the device that apple doesn't like you can um get apps that 
let you change what the volume buttons do, for example. Like Apple would never allow anything like that. Uh, it's just so much more customizable. And uh, that's what I like about uh, the non-accessibility uh, side of things. But as far as accessibility goes, I know a lot of people hate it, but I love the angle gestures and talk back because it just gives me so much more actions that I can do. You know, if you count the angle gestures and the back and forth gestures, I think that's like 12 different things you can do one handed that you can't do on an iPhone. Like an iPhone, you can just do like the four swiping gestures. And then if you want to do anything else, you need to use your other hand. So I, I feel like I can do a lot more quicker on an Android phone. Um, especially if I'm like moving around or something and don't have my other hand available. So that's why I prefer talkback over voiceover. And then there's also a magnification feature uh, that I like where you can triple tap and hold and it'll zoom on that specific point on the screen. And then you can move that finger around. And then when you lift the finger, it will zoom back out and Apple doesn't have anything like that. So that's another thing I prefer about Android. And as far as the things that I don't like, um, you know, it's been mentioned in the email group a few times, but I wish there were a way, and Apple will let you do this, where you can choose where you want your screen reader to be. Like if you're connected to Bluetooth or if you're casting to a speaker over Wi-Fi, I'd like to have the option like to play the um, screen reader either keep it on the phone or put it on the speaker. I know if you have a Samsung phone, you can use separate app sounds to, or separate app sounds, I should say, to uh, put just the media um, on the speaker and keep talk back on the phone. But, you know, that only works over Bluetooth. So I wish there was just a universal way to do it within TalkBack. Another thing I've been disappointed in lately is... You know, Taha mentioned it earlier. I think the Google Samsung uh, cooperation, if you want to call it, is kind of a mess. And it really just it went against what Android kind of stands for, because you used to be able to choose between TalkBack or Voice Assistant. And now you don't have that choice. And I'm not a fan of that. So, um, you know, it, we just have less options now than we used to. Thank you, John. You raised some very important um, issues, both good and bad. <laughs> I start though with that, the merger or the marriage between Samsung and Google. Uh, now, it's a good thing if, and I'm using the word if, if they're on the same page, but there's absolutely no reason why the talkback version on Samsung would be a little different uh, different from the one on Google and even in certain behaviors. And that's the only problem that we have. If you're going to be on the same page, let it be similar. And Samsung, we're not faulting you for having your own app store, but by heaven, keep the versions the same. That's all we ask. Uh, isn't that what we're asking for, John? We're not asking for too much, are we? Yeah, that and I, I wish they hadn't. Stop developing voice assistant. That had <laughs> some people per, like 
like I said, just having options. Like you, it used to be you could have voice assistant assigned and to one shortcut yeah. and talk back assigned to another. And if you preferred the way one screener did something, you would, could just switch. And that's the beauty of Android. So it's disappointing that they kind of just killed that. And, you know, even if, even if this marriage um, ends up, you know, even if they end up just letting TalkBack come from the Play Store, I don't see them um, developing voice assistant anymore. I think that's probably safe that, to assume that that's dead done. at this point. Yeah. So I'm a little disappointed in that because it did have some features that I liked. Like, um, for example, like you could set your... Um, now, people don't use... Well, a lot of people still use the navigation buttons, on-screen navigation buttons. But I like that voice assistant let you type or use them as if it were a keyboard like you could lift to press them so you didn't have to like highlight the home button and then double press you could just you know press the home button because you know where it is it doesn't move it stays there so you could just hit it very quickly and that's something i i wish talkback would um add that voice assistant let you do i actually still use voice assistant on my s9 i um very briefly tried talkback on it um because I've got an S20 FE as well, but I've got also an S9. And um, it was a bit rubbish because the multi-finger gestures that I'm used to using weren't there because on the S9 they don't work and I don't really like the angle gestures, so I went back to voice assistant. Um, but I've still got talk back on there if I want it for some things. Um, I, I wish they hadn't sort of killed that. I liked the choice. I really liked having the choice. Another good thing you mentioned, John, that I really liked is because most of the time we don't talk about these things, is especially having to do with magnification, uh, because most of our people don't use magnification. But I like the way you described that magnification process. I think that's a beautiful thing. And by the way, you know, John is the official Samsung unboxer of uh, BAU, Blind Android Users Podcast. Indeed so, he is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're actually <laughs> looking forward to, in about two months or thereabouts, mm-hmm. the shiny S23. Better uh, start saving my money, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to get kicked off the podcast. I, I think somebody's um, I think somebody's got their hand up. I think somebody raised their hand, but I'm not sure who it was. Uh, that will be me. I actually had a question, oh. but I, I wanted you guys to sort of you know, conclude the discussion, and uh, I wanted to wait before I asked. Sure, uh, go ahead and, and ask your question, uh, Talha. Uh, okay, so yeah, I was wondering about uh, what John said uh, a bit earlier about um, with uh, TalkBack and on Samsung phones having the ability ability to um, have the sound out- output, you know, being delivered from your phone speaker and the music you're playing uh, being, you know, played from a speaker, which a Bluetooth speaker or something like that. So I was wondering if someone could explain to me briefly how we can make that happen because I didn't thought it was possible. And that's one of the main reasons why I installed CSR because this was a feature I really wanted and I didn't know any way around it with TalkBack. So if anyone could kindly shed some light sure. on that, it'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, I can explain it real quick. So what you would do is you go into the sound settings and there's something called separate app sounds. And what you would do is you would set, you have to set specific apps. So, you know, if you know you're going to be using Spotify with your Bluetooth speaker, you set Spotify 
you add that to the list of apps that you want to separate. And then when you're connected to a Bluetooth speaker, by default, I think um, all the sound will be going through the Bluetooth speaker. But if you have separate or separate app sounds enabled, then there will be a notification in the notification panel that you can double tap on to bring TalkBack's sound back to the phone. I don't remember what it's called, but you'll, you'll recognize it by um, how it's labeled. But that's what you would... So by default, everything will be coming through the speaker. But then you can tap on that notification and it'll put TalkBack back on the phone. So it it's not really an accessibility feature. I think it's meant for people that want to keep like all their notification sounds and stuff on their phone so that it doesn't every time they get a text message you know it's not coming to the speaker but it works for us too so that's a good thing okay thank you for telling me that at least now i know where it is and uh hopefully once after this podcast i can play around and see what happens mm-hmm. much appreciate it yeah because that can be really loud like if you're listening to some music or an audio book and then suddenly ding, really loud like oh my head you know so that is handy isn't it mm-hmm. i heard uh somebody was like blaring their music in their car and uh they started getting all these notifications and i was i said to ashley of course she doesn't know what i mean but i said well how embarrassing they need to use separate app sounds <laughs> and she's like what exactly but you know the feature you and I'm glad we talked about this and you mentioned this, John, and tell her you brought it back. Actually, last week it was or early this week, I was reading a little blip about Google actually implementing something like that. And I hope it takes uh, fruition, but I think that for right now, though it seems to be with YouTube. So it seems like Google finally got what people needed. And I think there's no better thing than having those notification sounds come to your phone as to the Bluetooth speaker that you are playing your music on. I mean, that's so annoying because I was, my neighbor likes to blast his music, you know, uh, rock and roll, you know, uh, during the summertime, you know, from his uh, Fruitvale device, iPhone. And um, you can hear those notifications <laughs> coming through. And I'm like, ah, Ted, fix that baby, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I see what you guys mean. And I think Google is um, going down that road. He obviously doesn't have an AirPlay speaker then. I don't know what he's playing on. It must yeah. just be a, a Bluetooth one because if he had AirPlay, it wouldn't do that. Yeah, but so C1 has to get a specific speaker. So that's that's not good. Mm-hmm. Well, not specific. There are lots of things that support it, but yeah, you 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 can't, It's not just normal. It's not just any random Bluetooth one. You have to, yeah. Yeah, Air, yeah. AirPlay speakers are. They use Wi-Fi. They don't use Bluetooth, but some yeah. some have both. Yeah. I just wanted to also mention that um, Samsung does this thing that I'm not a fan of. That a lot of the, some features aren't available on all their phones. Like you've had, if you have a mid-range phone. Or lower end phone, you might not have certain features. So, I just want to say that in reference to like the separate app sounds thing. I don't know if that's something that's available, and I think they call it One UI Core, um, or if it's only a One UI feature. So, it might not be available for for all phones. I'm not sure. And I'm wondering if that is available, especially on the A series, most especially the uh, high 
high-end air series. I'm talking about the likes of the A53s and, and all of that. Uh, now, unfortunately, I had one here for a while that I was playing with, but I never thought about looking into that. And I kind of wonder if any of you out there listening to us, if you have that feature on your A-series, let us know it which ones available. have that. Yeah. I have it on mine. Is it available on yours? Yeah, I have A52S5G. Okay, so it must be available on some of the A-series, especially the high-end ones like the A52s, the A53s, yeah. and things Maybe. like that. It may just depend on the one core versus the one UI. That may be yeah, because the, their higher end A series have, I think they have full one UI, but some of the lower end A series just have one UI core. So it's hard to tell. Yeah, Every phone is different. A, I think from 20, 30, 50, all of these three, and maybe, you know, tens. So 10, 11, 12, uh, they have a normal one UI, so it means they have uh, almost all features that you can find in flagships. Excluding, of course, uh, Samsung DAGs and, you know, power sharing and that stuff. Okay, good to know. That's really good, because uh, if you guys are looking to forward to buying like an A-series, then you know which ones to go for. Um, I don't know about the M-series and all of that, but at least we have that confirmation that you know some of these A-series phones have such a feature, and that's good to know. I know for sure uh, M, N11 and 12 have one UI core, so it's also good to look on GSM Arena because they usually point if there is a one UI core on the phone or not, so it's better to look after that. Thank you. Gary, my man. I have nothing more to add. Everything that everybody has added, I agree with. Um, but, you know, the, the one thing I do like about Android is, let's say if there's an app that has been discontinued or is no longer on the Play Store, you can just sideload it and still use it and continue to use it until um, it, you know, stops working, depending on your Android version. Um, Accessibility-wise, um, there's some features I dislike i uh, hope that they get fixed i just hope that you know a apple you know steals a lot of features that are accessibility wise and puts them on ios i just wish that you know google eventually gets the message and just starts taking from them and implementing so that way we have better accessibility features here and there so like gps you know um features that you know could be across the board with all you know all tools and features so Great. That makes sense. And, um, you know, for me, though, of course, I am the evangelist and uh, I have to <laughs> uh, carry on and preach that so, good news. <laughs> you never you never have anything bad to say about Android. I'm <laughs> <laughs> saying that, you know, they take from us. Why should we not take from them and just implement Thank you. the way we have <laughs> exactly. competition? Can I exactly. ask what kind, what kind of things are you talking about particularly that you uh, would like Android to have or to do better? Like the fact that, let's say, for a reason, I don't have to wait for a developer 
to implement something, I could just go ahead and, and let's just say there's an unlabeled button or whatsoever. I could just go to there and, you know, like you have with JAWS or NVDA, you have like a graphics menu or, uh, you know, scripting engine, doing something like that. So you could label your graphics so or... Like graphics or customize this, the, you know, the, the accessibility features that are not there yet or being worked on. Okay, yeah, I know VoiceOver has a screen recognition feature that's kind of like an OCR thing. So if an app is not um, correct accessible, you can turn that on and it'll kind of try to figure it out for you. You know, it'll read the buttons for you. Uh, it works pretty good sometimes. You just have to remember to turn it off when you're done because if you go back into an app that is accessible, it could mess that up. Right, so, right. Right. Um, oh no, you can set it per app though. It's a bit weird. Sometimes it'll say things like hamburger menu or outdoor and sky menu and things. It's just a bit strange. Because the Funny. navigation drawer <laughs> looks like it has a hamburger icon. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah it's three weird. three horizontal lines and they, they just call it a hamburger menu because I guess they yeah. think it looks like a, a piece of <laughs> meat and two pieces of bread. Somebody was hungry when they came up with that. Yeah. yeah. So it, it can say that um, it, it, sometimes some apps will say that, will say hamburger menu. And so yeah, on it's Android, the actual it depends label. on the yeah. app. Yeah. So that's how that is. But I like what you are saying, Gary. And I think what comes to mind will have to be that um, being able to have that granular uh, control of copying uh, stuff from the web and that's the one big one that we've another, been talking about another uh, one that i could see um it would, that we don't have like okay let's just say for example i clear the cache of talkback i have to go back and then reconfigure everything with talkback i would like to see some type of you know per, per you know profile setting that okay for, let's say I'm, I'm playing a game i wanted to be x profile or you know if i'm doing something else to be Y profile that we don't have that. So I'm not okay. sure Apple have, do Apple have I, that? I no, I'm not talking about Apple. I'm just saying in general. Oh, just generally. Why, why do you need different profiles? How would that help? Just, just in general. I mean, you could do different things, different, different depending on different situations, so use cases. called activities on iPhone. That's it's kind of profiles. So I can see how important that can be in the sense that, uh, you well, could let's say export. you're setting up a new device and you want to export all your settings that you already had created. You don't have to go through and completely start from scratch. You know what I'm not, saying? Well, I didn't because I restored my... Yeah, yeah but not, not in that. all cases. But my experience yeah. has been that if I restore my uh, my apps, all the, my talkback settings are in place. I don't have to go do that again on a new device as I mean, long as I use yeah, the but same account. But let's say if you're having issues with talkback and you need to clear the cache or clear the data, you're back to scratch. You know, you're back to square one, and you have to start all over, configure how you yeah. did it before. And and that's this is not, not, not this is where I've an export. Done, well, yeah, that's what this that's is what where I'm an export say, feature like, will be handy because exactly. you can export yeah. that. So if you wipe the cache or you wipe that storage, and then you could simply just import your stuff back. Exactly. And I think that's a good feature exactly. that would come in handy. Yeah, but Samsung has an import-export feature, but I don't know if it applies to talkback settings. Uh, I mean, accessibility, export. And I import. think it might. Well, you guys will have yeah, to try so that. I think I'll have to try that and see so what So you can what uh, have kind of a, 
configuration file in your, you know, storage and you load but, it. But the, but the problem is, I, well, I know most people use Samsung's talkback, but I even on my Samsung phone, I'm using Google's talkback, so that wouldn't really do anything for me in that case. But I'm glad it's there. Yeah, but I just wanted to point it out that something like that exists. And oh, it's I'm glad, in I'm glad you did. It's a good feature. Advanced settings. Yeah, so Samsung has it right then. Um, and because then to be Google honest, needs to collaborate, you know, then take some stuff that Samsung does right and stuff that Google does right and just, you know, not, not, you know, they, they confuse things. So, you know, just as you guys are saying, you know, have, you know, a good version of, of Talkback. So if it's a Google Talkback or it's going to be Samsung Talkback, just stick to one Talkback and, and go with, go with the flow. Absolutely. So I think because most people just use what comes with the screen reader, I mean, the phone rather, the screen reader that comes with the phone. And so if someone has a Samsung phone and if they could back up their stuff like that, I think that's a very good one. We will move on now next to our next segment, and that would be the OCR package. We're wanting to crown someone the king of 2022 when it comes to OCR for the blind. So we're talking about those that are especially tailored to the blind. We're not talking about things like Adobe Scan and all of that, but we're talking about OCR packages that are especially intended for the blind. And I'm looking at you, the likes of Lookout by Google, Envision, uh, Kaibo, ID, ICANN, Audible Vision, uh, guys, help me with some of those. I don't Super want Super Sense. There we go. Um, uh, speak, even though Speak, I don't know what's going on with Speak these days. We haven't seen any updates. Sullivan Plus, Sullivan, Sullivan Plus, Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Bixby Vision. Bixby yeah. Vision actually has some accessibility features. Yeah, using Seeing yeah. AI, I think, for the uh, API. Good. So that's the segment now that we want to talk about. Uh, you guys, so let's say on a scale of one to five, and that's how we're going to read these things. Uh, we'll start with you, Gary. Uh, Envision, what would you give it? Uh, four. Lookout? Uh, four. Do you use Audible Vision? No. Do you use ICANN? No. Do you use ID? Not lately, but I'll give it a three. How about one step, uh, whatever it used to be, can if you yeah, two. <laughs> How about Leisure, which is the um, voice? I have not used that. So voice dream I can't scanner. Comment. I can't comment on that one. <laughs> okay. How about Speak? Uh, three. Do you use Kaibo? No. Is there another one I'm forgetting Super that sense. I mentioned? Super guys? Sense. Super Sense. Four. And that's it. So you got three that have a tie. So yep. Lookout, Envision, Super Sense all have a four. Yep. Um, so I'm torn. <laughs> you are torn. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say before you have to ask me all these questions. I only <laughs> I only have ever used Lookout. I'm not kidding. It, it works good for me, so I just use Lookout. Well. I'd give it a four though. Well, Sometimes look at, look at lately with the text mode. 
is not the best. That's why I'm giving it a four. If that was fixed, if two things were fixed, I would give it a five. What do you not like about the text mode? Like the text mode is is not accurate. If you try to do it, it takes like five. Some, depends on the the thing at the task at hand. Sometimes mm-hmm. it takes longer to recognize compared to the others, like Super Sense or Envision that I gave it a four as well. So okay. the, the problem it, it I didn't have used to it, be like that. No, it was very it was very quick. quick. It was like you yeah. point the camera and it would boom right away. You you know it start recognizing. I've had the issues I have with it are sometimes it'll tell me the wrong food. And it's like not even close. Like that's I'll be holding up a can of soda, and it'll be like uh, Frank's hot sauce, six pack oh, variety no. pack, and I'm like, no, this is a can of soda. That's and then I'll scan it baby. again, and it'll get it right the second time. So it's just I don't know what database, the database problem. So see, yeah. I've never had any problems with the food labels uh, with Lookout. It's all worked out very well for me. Um, it's the like Gary said, the text thing. Um, sometimes it takes it a little bit longer than what it used to be. And I don't know what the deal is. Uh, Poland. That's my potato head boy. Yeah. Uh, which one? What What would you give Lookout? Do you use Lookout? Yeah, I love Lookout. It never has disappointed me, especially in what I'm doing, so, you know, uh, retro phones, so I'm pointing it at the display, and that way I'm navigating through menus and going to ringtones and listening to that fancy stuff, you know. And it never disappointed me. Also, I was reading the boot menu on my computer with that, so, yeah, it does everything. So what rating would you give it on a scale of 1 to 5? 5. How about Envision on a scale of 1 to 5? Um, with Envision, I have that problem when it kind of reads one thing and it kind of buffers things. So it doesn't like read something instantly when it changes. So I would give it four. A four. Do you use um, SuperSense? No. Do you use uh, Kaibo? I tried, but I didn't try the OCR. <laughs> okay. Do you use Leger, uh, uh, aka Voice Dream Scanner? No. How about One Step Reader, aka KNFB Reader? For me, it's more for books and letters than things that I do, so no. Do you use um, Audible Vision? I also tried, but not the OCR. I can. No. Speak. Speak didn't really work for me. I would give it two. Okay. I think those are the... Um, those we also are the have that Sullivan Plus. Oh, this, Sullivan. That oh, yeah. The, guys, it, it, uh, that was the where first would you one guys put the using. Sullivan? Okay. I think Austin has gone to bed. I was going to go to Austin. But probably Austin has curled up in bed. Austin? He he was also having internet issues. His fiber was going in and out earlier, so that might yeah. be the case. So yeah, their fiber is out. Let's move on to Talha. Talha, how about you? Let's start with Lookout. Do you use Lookout? Um, okay, so I at uh, I've used most of them, uh most of them, but not all of them. 
And uh, instead of going through them one by one, I'm just going to say that I kind of have two categories. So let's say if I want a app, uh, an app to describe a particular scene within an image, I use an app called TapTapC, and that in the past three years has never disappointed me. It always gets it right, and it gives me the exact information I'm looking for. But when it comes to reading texts and uh, extracting text from images, I would have to say Envision AI gets a um, 4.5 out of 5 for me. Um, I like okay. look. look okay, so you're giving it a, uh, I, hang on. Are you giving Envision a 4 or 5 star rating? I'm going in at four and a half to envision uh, when it comes to yeah. I I don't know. Do we have half stars? Why not? If we don't, then I guess if, if we, we don't, don't, then I'm going to have to give it a five. Stars. So it's either four or five. five. That's a five. Okay, it's okay. A five. Do you use Lookout? Yeah. Um, what do Lookout? You do? So I don't really use a uh, high-end phone. So Lookout, when I did try using it, it wasn't all that snappy on my phone. So in terms of usability. Um, I couldn't, you know, get around to okay. using so, it all that much, but uh, I'd, for the amount that I did use it, I liked it, so I would give it a three. Okay. Um, how about SuperSense? Do you use it? Or have you tried it? Also, I would give, I would give it a two. I was yeah, a bit disappointed um, with its outcome, and also it's pretty heavy. Um, I think it's more than 100 <laughs> megabytes. <laughs> Heavy, heavy so, stuff, huh? On the lower end mm -hmm. phones, I'm not you. You know, on lower end phones, it it doesn't work as you know. It's not as fast and as snappy since you know we don't have very uh, efficient chipsets within the phone, so that kind of goes against it. Envision does not support anything lower than uh, NuGet, uh, while on the other hand, Lookout will support anything from Marshmallow and upwards. Uh, but but I'm actually when it comes to lower phones, I mean when it comes to budget mid rangers and uh, flagships. So uh, I right now I have a 2020 smartphone. It's got a Helio P65 uh, chipset, and it's not the strongest, it's not the fastest, but um, it handles all the other um, uh, apps you mentioned, like uh, Envision, TapTapC, Solomon Plus. It handles them well, but Outlook seems to uh, sorry, not Outlook. Uh, Lookout seems to lag for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I'm just mentioning here in passing that when it comes to OS support, the one that goes down to the lowest would be Lookout. As He's it not supports talking about OS. He's talking about processor. No, no. Yeah, I, I understand it. But I'm just mentioning here oh. that Envision does not support Marshmallow, for example. So if anyone has any phone that is Marshmallow, don't even bother about installing Envision on it. Sullivan Plus worked on Android 5. I've installed it on my Galaxy S4. That's right. I think it probably even works on uh, Jellybean. I don't know. I have to look at the API, see what they say it supports. But the thing I don't like about Sullivan, and we're talking about those we don't like now, is the fact that they haven't changed that. I think Gary and I, I was launching it on my phone the other day. I have Gary on the phone and we were talking about OCR packages and I launched that uh, Sullivan Plus and I could not, you know, I had to accept all of the agreements, mm -hmm. even the other ones that I didn't care about. Yeah, uh, Those things should be optional. And so exactly. for that, I haven't been using 
uh, Sullivan Plus ever since they introduced that type of behavior. I had written them. Of course, they wrote me back that they were going to change this, that this was only going to be in South Korea. But so far, nothing has happened. I think I need to reach out to those boys again. Sullivan also has a light version, if I'm not wrong, right? Yeah, they do have a light version, but what we're talking about is the agreement. The terms of service. Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, you have to well, you have to give it everything in the kitchen sink, and I I don't think that's, that's right. All or nothing. Yeah, I mean, you can't well, access well, the app if you don't accept the terms. What did you not like in the terms, or was it just that the, the, they were well, so long that you objected? Your, it wants to use your data, send your data back to their all home office. Yeah. So that's not oh. a good. And yeah. I don't want no, that. No, that's not good. Yeah. Now, Fee, how about you? Uh, do you use uh, Lookup? Well, no, to save you all the questions, really, the only one I've used is Envision. Um, What's your now, star rating for it? Oh, I'm only, I'm only going to give it three, I'm afraid, which is a shame, because we had them on the podcast, didn't we? Well, no, we have well, maybe... all of them on the podcast, and so that's okay, not Okay, but they were on when I was there. Actually, Lookout were on there as well, but I, I, I can't give but, it a rating because I haven't tried it. Um, cause I've but got if you only of... give it a three, then why haven't you tried mm. anything else? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, um, I used um, something else. Uh, <laughs> a different app on a different system. A uh, something called seeing AI on her iPhone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exactly yeah. what I was about let's to say. Let's not go, yeah. let's not go there. Um, but if that was on Apple, uh, I mean, if that was on Android, I would be so happy. Um, that's not coming. Keep on dreaming. I know. Um, oh, right. Who knows? <laughs> hang on, sorry, just a moment. <coughs> sorry, folks. <coughs> I'm not very well today. Um. Yeah, I um. I don't know, maybe I'll change it from a three to a four because it is free after all, and I don't think all of them are, are they? Lookout's free, of course. Um, yeah. well, you, don't have, you don't have to give a rating because something is free. We're talking about usability. Yeah, I know, but... And, and, they, but, you know, don't let yes, anyone make you change your mind. If yeah, it's a Warren, three, part, it's a three. But part of, what, part of usability is would you even use it if it's not free? Exactly. Probably not. So exactly. I, do, I don't think that's... I don't agree with you there, Warren. Sorry, well, mate. Yes, I will use it if it's not free and it's usable. It, that's what I'm looking for. Definitely, it, I would. If it's $100 well, and it doesn't do the job correctly, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I have to pay the gas bill. And over here, the, and gas in the UK, we mean um, gas for the heaters, heating, not for, not for the cars. Not petrol. Yeah, not petrol, exactly. Petrol, yes. <laughs> So, um, and at the moment, they're really expensive here. So I'm trying to save money wherever I can. A lot of us are here. Uh, so no, I, I the, the fact that it's free has been has made me start using it again. Um, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, so, but I really, I know what you mean about. I can't remember who said it now about the buffering and the fact that you know you move your product that you're trying to scan and it won't change it'll still carry on with what it was saying before and that's a bit irritating so actually oh yeah three sorry envision okay so for me it boils down to uh i try all of them you know because i'm the app junkie and i want to try all of them there are things that you know the underdogs actually tend to do good 
Um, but I know it's not everybody that's going to be uh, putting a, a bunch of different OCR packages on their phone. But I have all of, of all of those. And in my top ones, I think it will be Lookout, I'll give it a four. Envision, I'll also give it a four like Gary did. SuperSense, I will give SuperSense a three. And, and the reason why is when I close out of SuperSense, I don't want it to partly reading what I had closed out of. You know, for example, if I, I'm reading something and I just exit, go home. I don't want it to keep reading that because I've closed you out. And that's, that's my one beef with uh, uh, look, uh, not, not look out, super sense. But other than that, um, I think it does a decent job. And it's, it's one of those that came on earlier onto Android as well. Now for speak, it's a shame, but I now give speak a two. For Ligere, though, uh, Ligere is a decent app, and I think I probably put it on a three. When it comes to Kaibo, I put it on a two. I can, I put it on a three. Audible Vision, I put it on a three. And I think those are the ones that we have mentioned so far. So that will be it about that poll. And we'll put this up on our other groups. And next week, we'll crown somebody king for 2022. And that would conclude our today's episode of the celebration of the two-year anniversary of Blind Android Users Podcast. We want to thank you guys for your support. Thank you so much for being there, especially you listeners and all that you do to make us who we are today. We are most thankful. Guys, you have any closing remarks? I'd like to say thank you for the listeners. I'd like to say thank you to the listeners for coming today. Um, we've had a select group, but it's been fun. And also, I'm probably not going to be here next week because I am planning to be in church. So Merry Christmas, everyone. I want to thank the listeners as well. Um, this we couldn't have done this episode without them, so I'm glad they came. And you know, I'm always happy to hear um, from them. Yeah, I just I just wanted to wish everyone Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year full of potato dishes. <laughs> you, have to, you have to make one of those potato dishes and pass it to uh, the podcast crew. Uh, <laughs> Well, that would conclude our today's episode. And again, thank you so much. Austin will give you information on how to contact us. For people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, Blind Android Users, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links. So that is it from us this week. From me, it's goodbye. Goodbye. 
Bye. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel.